I'm Miranda Namias from Miranda Namias and Co. And you're listening to Creative Women's Co. Podcast. Welcome. You're listening to the Creative Women's Co. Podcast with Ari, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of having a small business and being a creative woman entrepreneur. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'm super excited to actually talk with somebody that I actually never have met before. So I would like to just kind of introduce you guys to Miranda Namias. Is that right, Miranda? Yes, you did it perfectly. Okay, (laughs) great job for me. Yay. Okay, I think that's the only thing that I'm actually doing right today it just have been a weird day i mean like seriously it's december and i cannot believe that we're only like two weeks away from the new year so miranda how do you feel about this like almost two weeks and then we're like in 2018 i know it's crazy it's like i was just thinking oh my gosh like it's december already not only is it december already we're already halfway through the month (laughs) it's almost 2018 so i don't know i'm kind of feeling like pressured to get a lot of stuff done before the end of the month (laughs) but at the same time i'm also really excited for the new year because it's kind of like a fresh start okay That's good. I mean, me too. Like, seriously, um, I feel like this year, there's so many different things that I've been doing um, for my own personal thing and then for the business. And then it's just like, okay, now that 2017 is ending, I can get, um, I don't know, like really get into the reflection time and then just kind of see what I want to do in 2018. So we'll have a different discussion for that. Um, So anyway, I would just kind of like to introduce you. And then if you can just share with us um, what you actually do day to day and then how you just like um, come to do what you are doing today, basically. Yeah, absolutely. So um, like Ari said, my name is Miranda Namias, and I provide done-for-you marketing services for other female online service providers. Um, I guess I would say that my most popular services are my custom sales funnel packages, as well as my monthly social media management. I would say that um, a lot of people come to me for help with Pinterest, so that's something that I do a lot. Um, as well as there's also kind of another side to my business where I um, teach people and provide trainings for online service providers that are just getting started in the first year of their business. That's interesting when you mentioned Pinterest. I actually try my best to avoid it right now. So (laughs) why Pinterest, if I may ask? I don't know. I just, I mean, I loved Pinterest before I started my business because Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was, it was such a time suck, but I found it really fun. And once I started my business, when I kind of discovered that it was possible to use Pinterest to actually grow your business, I was like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. So I worked really hard to figure out how to um, like kind of master it. And then once I figured out it out for myself, other people started saying, oh, like you do so good on Pinterest. Can you do that for me? <laughs> Because it's such a very niche market, though. That's what I'm, I think that's why people actually come to you for that. Is there like one, I would say, um, one main thing that you feel other businesses can really take a big advantage out of Pinterest marketing? Yeah, so what a lot of people don't realize is that 
Pinterest is super, super awesome for website traffic. So a lot of my clients come to me saying like, I want traffic from Instagram or traffic from Twitter. And while you can definitely get traffic from those platforms, it's not really built for that as much as Pinterest is. Mm -hmm. Pinterest is built to generate traffic. It's really similar to a search engine. So um, with Pinterest, it's possible to get like a really big chunk of your traffic coming from that platform, which can obviously really help expand your business. Hmm. Now you actually changed my mind about Pinterest. <laughs> Let's probably just like talk about that at another time. But um, okay, I'll keep you in mind about this Pinterest stuff because now I'm just like interested. Um, okay, <laughs> <laughs> next one. I do kind of wanted to ask you about a couple of steps. Uh, a couple of steps that you maybe have taken um, to get to where you are today. And I know we talked a little bit on this earlier. You mentioned that there are about three main steps that you actually took, which um, basically it's number one, education, and then two, action, and three is reflection. Would you mind sharing with us, I mean, like what, or like um, explain us a little bit more about each of those steps that you took? Yeah, for sure. So um, I just think that all three of these things are really important, no matter what type of business you have and where you are in your business, um, education, because um, I just think it's really helpful to learn from what other people have done. So I'm constantly reading books, reading blog posts, trying to keep up with um, any new information that's coming out there, taking any kind of courses or trainings that I can find. And because I focused on that so much when I was starting my business, I found that um, I was able to help provide services in those areas more quickly because I was constantly trying to expand my skills. Mm -hmm. So not only did that help me serve my clients, but also with myself. Yeah. I like that part. <laughs> and then um, action. action. Yeah. So, so there's kind of like the downside of education where it can be easy to kind of spend too much time on education and get into like content overwhelm <laughs> and not actually doing anything. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> so I think that action is important because you need to take that education and then implement it. So I'm really about um, taking action in your business and not getting like stuck or hung up. Just put something out there, anything. Yes. <laughs> action is important to me. Before we move on to the reflection one for you, so um, I have to ask this, or I mean, like, do you have like a degree that relates to what you're currently doing or has this something that completely the opposite of what you actually um, got a degree from? I was like, tell me a little bit more on that. Yeah, that's funny. Um, no, I do not have a degree <laughs> in this. Um, I, ha I do have a bachelor's degree in English mm -hmm. and... I don't, I wouldn't really say that I use it, but I think I, you know, going to college, that experience, you know, it helped me um, learn other things like yeah. skills and networking and stuff like that. So I definitely think college was a good experience, but mm -hmm. I'm certainly not really using my degree at all. Um, I definitely kind of branched out and decided to do something different. 
And I think that's okay, right? Yeah. That's totally fine. And I feel like with the amount of education and all of the resources that you guys, uh, I mean, we all have in front of our like computer, it's just like amazing. It's just a matter of like what you actually want to do, pick and choose, and then, you know, like do the action. So <laughs> just like what you pretty much have gone through. So now moving on to the reflection one, um, tell us a bit more about that one. Yeah, so... I think with reflection, it's important to take a step back from your business every once in a while, see the things that you've done that have been successful, see the things that you've done that haven't been successful, get feedback from your audience or from your clients, and listen to your intuition, listen to your gut, and think about your goals for the future and create a plan to achieve those goals. So I think that that piece of it is really important too, because if, I mean, action is is great. And I definitely think that you should just jump in and do it. But at a certain point, there really does have to be some sort of plan behind it. So um, after that initial action, it's important to kind of come back, reassess everything and come at it from a new, better perspective and continue um, with that education and action again. So Miranda, how long have you been in business? Two years. Two years. Okay. So that will be like um, 2015. Is that right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's just say, yeah, 2015. Okay. So from 2015 then through um, um, where you are today and almost 2018, I'm assuming that you already gone through all of these like three steps like over and over because I feel like reflection can always be done either like quarterly or um, I don't know, every six months or every one year. So how do you usually do that? And then what usually um, involved with all of that reflection that you have to do for either yourself as a professional and then for your business? Yeah, that is a great question. Um, so I would say I do kind of, like a mini reflection each month mm -hmm. because um, I put out monthly income reports on my blog. So part of that is um, each month I set goals and then I review the month, like the previous month's goals, if I mm -hmm. have completed them or not. So I think that that's kind of like a, a mini spot where I take a second each month to say like, did I do what I said I was going to do yeah. and how successful was I at that? So um, I really like getting that chance to reflect, but then I would say, um, it, like the more bigger reflection happens maybe every six months. Oh, okay. Do you have like a certain tool that you use? I mean, like there are tons of other planners that can help you navigate like your goals and your reflection and all that different things. Are you using any of those tools at all? Um, hmm. I'm not super big into planners for whatever reason. I think they're, I love looking at planners. Oh my God. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm not super good at using them. So um, I tend to use kind of a combination of spreadsheets, Evernote, uh -huh. and I really like the app Real Time Board. It's like this mind mapping um, app Ooh. that you can kind of, it really helps me get kind of like a really big overview of all the pieces of my business. 
Yeah, I like that. Um, I would love to share that later too. So we'll always can get back, um, go back to that one and I'll get you um, the link. So maybe we can share that with the audience as well. And um, okay, so moving on to the next um, part that I really want to just kind of hear from you because I feel like we've seen a lot of the successes all the time and we don't really talk enough about what's behind the curtain, right? And um, the... The story that you shared with me that I also wanted to share with everyone who's listening is when you actually struggling as an entrepreneur. I mean, um, it's kind of unique because you mentioned that you're struggling as an entrepreneur because you have a disability. So would you mind just kind of like talk to us a little bit more about that? And maybe um, we can just like kind of hear your story and get empowered from that. Sure. Um, Yeah. So I guess... And this is part of the reason why I wanted to come onto your podcast, mm-hmm. even though we haven't talked before, is because I saw <laughs> that, you know, your your whole mission kind of is to pull that curtain back. And I'm really into that as a business owner. I think it's important to be honest and real. So, um, yes, of course, I would absolutely love to share Um so I do have a, a disability um, called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. It's a chronic illness that affects uh, my joints and my muscles in my body. So um, I have a lot of issues with um, like pain in my body as well as some mobility problems. Like I have really terrible balance. Um, oh, so in um, other things, there's just like random other problems, like my immune system isn't that great. So I got sick a lot. Um, but having the chronic illness is really what made me want to start my own business because I left college with my degree in English. And then it was sort of like I I was diagnosed in my third year of college. So I really wasn't sure where, like what I was going to do. So I kind of, you know, graduated and then it was really kind of up in the air as to what I was going to be able to do because I knew that I couldn't really have a normal job. But at the same time, I didn't know if I was ready to go on disability and kind of just not work at all. So I decided to try starting my own online business. So it was a really big um, motivational thing for me to like create a job that would be flexible enough that I could still work on it um, with my disabilities. And I'm really glad I did because before I started my business, I was really, um, I mean, I would say I was really depressed because I was really upset about the fact that, you know, my life wasn't going as planned and I wasn't sure about my future at all. But starting my business really put things into place for me. It gave me something to focus on. And my life now is so much different. I'm super happy. I um, am proud of myself. And um, I've been able to connect with other people who have chronic illnesses and, and they run businesses as well. So that's just like a whole other really cool part of it. I'm so happy for you. I mean, like, I think the biggest thing in life is as long as you're happy doing whatever you're doing, I mean, like, assuming you're not doing something criminal and illegal (laughs) stuff, right? I think that's the most important thing. And um, a lot of our older generation don't really get that. But um, us millennials really strive to just like 
what's really making us happy and just like doing what you're really love to do but also getting paid to that is really really key just like living the life that you actually want to live plus we only live one time right yes <laughs> this is like our one chance to be like living our life to the fullest and I'm so happy that you were where you are today and um, having all the support system that can really lift you up and that's just like amazing thank you so much for sharing that Hi there, I'm Leslie Castromer from Creative Women's Co. I'm here to tell you about the collective membership. Many of you have been asking us about how you can be more involved and engaged with us, whether it's through our live events or online. Here's how. Join us as a collective member starting as low as $9 a month. You can join Ari and many other creative women entrepreneurs for quality conversations at our live and online events, learning brunches, casual cocktail events, panel gatherings, speed mentoring sessions, and more. Also included is a monthly collective members only live mastermind video call on a variety of topics to discuss your challenges and how you can thrive. All that and more included in your collective membership starting as low as $9 a month. Join us as a collective member today. Sign up at creativewomens.co slash membership. From there though, what will you say um, your biggest lesson from that experience? Yeah, and I feel like I've learned a lot, <laughs> but <I've> learned, yeah. <laughs> the biggest lesson for me is about being vulnerable in your online business. Um, for a while, for the first year and a half that I ran my business, nobody knew that I had a disability. I was so scared to talk about it because mm-hmm. I thought that people would judge me. Like I thought that clients would, would find out that I had a disability and they wouldn't want me to work with them because they would think I was flaky or not competent. And so I was really worried about getting judged or, um, almost like branding myself in this way that I didn't like, I didn't want to be like, Oh, that girl with the disability, like, (laughs) that's not fun. That's not who I am. So I was super, super nervous to to tell people. And then I actually went to a live event um, in Chicago, which that's funny because that's where you were from. Yay. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, it was my first time in Chicago. I loved it. Well, then you have to come back, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when I was there, there was actually some somebody else who had a disability and it like blew my mind that was like, oh my gosh there's other entrepreneurs that have disabilities, which is so silly because of course there are, but like I had just never talked about it with anybody before. And, and so I realized like, not only was I hiding it, other people were hiding it too. So maybe there was like secretly like all these other people that had uh, like a disability or a chronic illness and they just weren't talking about it like me. Mm -hmm. So once I kind of had that thought, I, I kind of came clean and I, and I sent out a newsletter um, telling people about my disability. And I got such an amazing level of support back, just like dozens of emails where people were so, so supportive and, and other people saying, oh my gosh, like I hid my chronic illness and like, it's so nice to know there's somebody else out there. It was like the most amazing feeling. And I'm so glad that I decided to open up. Yes, I think I think opening up, whether it's just like um, the fact that you hide um, your disability to your clients and your colleague or people around you, 
is really interesting because we don't want to just kind of share that because we're so uncomfortable sharing it and we're like so vulnerable I can't say this vulnerable with it and um, it's almost the same with when you have like ideas that you're like you're holding on to it so much and you're afraid other people will either judge or like steal it from you chances are they don't even have the time to do that I mean like they're just like (laughs) Okay, your 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 idea is really cool. It's like, um, how can I support you? Because we're underestimating how a lot of people actually just want to help other people, and we just like completely forgot about it. And I like that you actually come clean. I want to say come clean, but just like sharing um, that you already have this, and just kind of be honest with it. And this is part of you, part of your journey, and also part of your business. And um, just like you know, I mean truly for people who actually understand this and think that you're you are great no matter um what disability you have it's not going to really affect them because they believe in what you do as a professional so that's just great Miranda for sharing that and for taking the courage to really share that too I think what you just said too I want to point out that like not only was were people supportive it didn't change anything. Like if anything, it made it better. I was so nervous that, you know, my business was going to suffer because of this, but opening up made it so much better. And I, it did not change anything. I went, I was still successful. I still made money. Clients still hired me. Like I was afraid for nothing. So I'm really glad that I um, made that decision to, to open up because really I was just, you know, I was scared, but there was no reason to be scared. Yeah, and I think um, when you mentioned this, it really got me thinking. It makes you feel less, I wouldn't say fake, but it's sort of like that. But you know what I mean? It's kind of like you don't really need to pretend that you you have this like big secret that you oh, other people yes. doesn't know and you have to sort of pretend that you don't have it and all that stuff. Like you just be who you are. Like seriously, I think the more you can open up um, and people kind of like being very open to that it makes it a lot easier for you to be who you are I 100% agree with that before I shared with everybody I was constantly feeling like oh I can't talk about this oh I can't talk about Mm -hmm. that I can't like mention this on social media I can't share a picture of me in a wheelchair I can't like but opening up it gave me that freedom to to not feel like I was hiding or feel fake. Like I, there were definitely times where I felt like I was just pretending to be like a normal person, Mm -hmm. but like secretly I wasn't a normal person. And I don't know. I just feel like I can be completely real now. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. A hundred percent for being real. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, I have another question for you. If you had no limitation whatsoever, what would you want to spend your life working toward? Oh, yeah. So I thought that this was a good question. Um, so I guess my answer would be it's tough because I think that if I didn't have Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome at all, my whole life would look different. Like I've it's something I was diagnosed with in college, but I've actually had had it since birth. It's something you're born with. So I really have no idea what my life would look like if I had never had it in the first place. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess originally I had wanted to be an English teacher. So I guess I could be doing that right now. But, (laughs) you know, I'm not sure. Uh, But even 
saying that, like, if, like, hypothetically, if I woke up tomorrow and I didn't have my disability anymore, I, I don't know, like, I honestly don't think that I would change anything. I'm so in love with where my business is and where I am mm-hmm. at. And I just love what I'm doing so much. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing I would say is that in terms of like, when you say what would you want to spend your life working towards mm-hmm. the only goal I have that I feel like um, I may not be able to achieve is I just can't travel as much as I want to kind of mm-hmm. that goal of being an entrepreneur where like you want to go like live in Bali and work on a laptop <laughs> and like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm not sure if I'll ever be able to do that just because um, internationally that um, like handicap accessibility is so, is so poor. Um, yeah. But who knows? Maybe, maybe someday. Yeah. Um, you know what? I feel like a lot of people who actually went to um, Hawaii sort of also feel like they kind of go to Bali as well, only because um, a lot of the, experience or the fruits and um some of the food sort of kind of similar to the um to the tropical countries as well so you might want to go to hawaii instead right (laughs) yeah that's a good point maybe i'll put that on my list um and then um i have to really also mention this for you or whoever listening um and in case you guys are having um any plan at all to go to bali bali is actually really great um, though some people don't really talk about um, the bad stuff from traveling to Bali, right? I keep telling some of my friends who are actually planning to go to Bali to keep and making sure that their immune system is always on the highest mm-hmm. because you never know when you're going to get bitten by the mosquito and you could get dengue fever. Oh I had it. My husband had it when we traveled last time. So just be careful because I think we've seen all of these like pretty things and amazing thing on the screen. You just have to also be aware of other things that you don't see behind all that pretty stuff. Just like to be safe. That's a really good point. <laughs> Bali is not <laughs> is not all what it's made up to be. <laughs> yes, even though I, you know, I, I mean, I'm I'm hundred percent promoting Bali, but there's you got to also like be cautious for yourself. Like it's not like a place where hundred percent people are like um, super. Um, how should I say this, super kind to you because it is like just like in, in any other part of the country, there's always good and bad, yeah. right? So just like make sure you're um, extra cautious and all that different things and have a very um, good plan about who you can contact and all that different things like insurance and all that stuff. So just make sure that you're actually prepared. That's it. Wow, I love that. <laughs> great great tips for international travel. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then uh, what else did I wanted to ask? Oh, um, so what are, if there's any, uh, any recent moment that you actually have experienced where you feel like it's such a deep joy or you feel like such a satisfaction or even like fulfillment maybe as a business owners um, for yourself? Yeah. So I would say besides opening up, that was definitely like a huge, just super happy, amazing moment for me. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, Um, this year I was able to reach my goal of having a five figure month. So um, yeah, I know I'm so excited. So that was like my whole goal for 2017 was to have a 10 K month and I did it. And I was so, so proud of myself and so happy. And it just feels even more amazing because I have a disability to know, like, 
hey, I'm over here, like, pulling in a full-time income, like, even though yeah. I have this disability, like, if yeah. I can do it, anybody can do it. Absolutely. Um, and then what will be, I mean, like, since we're, like, really close to 2018 now, um, what will be next for you and your business, Miranda? Oh, I'm so excited for 2018. <laughs> I'm planning for it, like, all quarter. I'm super <laughs> excited. So, um, I've just been working really hard in 2017, putting really good systems into my business. So I'm excited to kind of see how, how I will grow in 2018. And I'm also really excited because I really want to focus more on my students and I'm going to be producing more content and helping them in new ways. So I'm really excited to be able to focus more on um, my students now that I have some really good systems set up in place to help me deal with my client load. That's amazing. System is one of the big things that I recently also trying to kind of finalize on my end as well in my business. So I'm a big fan of like systemizing stuff, making sure that you also some, uh, have some automation in place. And basically, it's like the process. Documenting your process is also big. Um, and then what else that I wanted to ask? Oh, um, if there's like any personal message or favorite co quote that really um, kind of resonate with you a lot, would you want to share that with us as well? Oh, I feel like I don't have a quote. This is such a hard <laughs> question. Um, <laughs> um, I guess I would say this isn't really a quote, but it's something that I say a lot where I feel like um, success is really comes a lot from your determination. So I'm, I'm just really, I'm really supportive of anybody being determined and to kind of achieve success and, and go crush your, like your boundaries and, and everything just by really focusing and becoming determined mm -hmm. and motivated. And once you kind of can get that feeling in your business, I feel like anything is possible. Yes, totally. Um, I actually also kind of, it, it kind of just remind me when you mentioned that as long as you're like really determined on what you actually want to do, you can totally overcome any struggles because honestly, if there is a will, there's a way, right? I know it sounds so cheesy, but, <laughs> but it's true though. I mean, it's like, so if, true. Yeah. If you really want to make it happen, you will find a way whether you're going to like um, research the heck out of it or like connect with other people who has done it and just kind of like ask around. I mean, the point is just like, just keep working on or find a solution on how you can get there and um, you will be surprised to see like how many other people who just like if you share what you actually wanted to do and then you're just asking for help like you'll be surprised how many people would just like say hey you know what I know so and so that can help you or there's this resource that I actually have gone through and it had helped me it will probably help you too and take a look at this it's just like all you have to do is just ask, right? And then just like actually doing the action, just like what you mentioned earlier, Miranda. So, yeah. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. <laughs> um, so I think we're getting so close to the end of the podcast. I only have one last question because I want to make sure that everybody can find you online. So after this podcast, where can they actually find you either on the net or social media? 
Yeah, sure. So my website is just mirandanamias.com. And just let me spell that because my name is hard. I know. <laughs> M-I-R-A-N-D-A-N-A-H-M-I-A-S.com. And I also have a Facebook group that's just facebook.com slash groups slash grow like woe, all one word. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> And then for the, all the social media, do you have like a handle that we all can just kind of... Oh, yeah, it's just at Miranda Namias. Okay, fantastic. Well, um, it has been a pleasure for me to just like kind of hear your story. It's just like completely different stories that I have heard in the past, um, I guess, like 10, 12 episodes with other people. And it really is crucial for us to just kind of share all of these things behind the curtain. Like, seriously, you don't know what's behind it. And once you learn all of these like amazing stories you can be just like really empowered and just like get so in- inspired with people like you Miranda who has this ability and has actually taking action and just like building this amazing business and everybody else who actually want to do it they can totally do it yes thank you so much I really appreciate you saying that and I'm really inspired by um the the mission of your podcast and I think it's 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 really needed out there and it's so awesome. Thank you so much. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening in and uh, we'll make sure to include all of the um, small things that we mentioned earlier, like some links and stuff like that and resources that Miranda has mentioned, as well as her link to the website, uh, Facebook group and other social, uh, social media account as well. So other than that, I hope you guys are enjoying the holiday season. And we'll come back again to you guys in the next year. Bye-bye. This episode was sponsored by Chikalafia Design. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you have an amazing day.